from Team Coco and Luminary Media, this is Smarter. By the time you hear this, I will have announced that Bronte and I have decided to spin down our marriage. Things haven't been the same since the FBI told her their crazed theory that I sent a mail bomb to myself, so we're sunsetting our partnership having achieved almost all the goals we set out when we got married. And although the central aim of creating a digital eternity has eluded us, I will be completing Heaven as a solo project going forward. Bronte is a true original and has been a wonderful partner and stepmother. In fact, my sons have asked to live with her instead of me, which is an intriguing fallback option if I want to pursue loud sex that echoes jarringly throughout my skyscraper. But for now, if I wanted to get laid, I'd have to do it like everybody else in the valley, by hitting up networking events at TEDx conferences. Compared to the astonishing insights of the inimitable TED circuit, TEDx talks are like Little League. The stadium is smaller, the quality is terrible, but the place is lousy with sex-starved divorcees. I waited out the conference in the VIP suite, but then something unexpected happened. A woman named Maya Rouse gave a speech that was actually insightful. The modern economy is a sexual predator. It's hideous, and it's hungry. It exploits our sexuality without our knowledge or our consent. And it's still run almost entirely by men. <laughs> but hey, am I going to stand up here and make the case that every man alive is a sexual predator? Actually, yeah, I am. She made a well-researched case that I found convincing. I now believed that every man, including myself, was an inveterate sexual predator. I was ready to do whatever I needed to make recompense for my centuries-long reign of sexual terror. Every photo you put online, enjoying a meal or wearing a swimsuit, is assigned a dollar amount that advertisers pay to be seen next to you. Oh, and the worst part is, we're not even getting a cut. How did this happen? I cannot tell you how many Instagram models I have met, I have talked to, who are homeless. Ladies and gentlemen, Romeo is here to lead the revolution. I'm always on the lookout for a social justice ideology that can be embraced by the business community without any additional action. I had to know more. So I invited Maya to a completely platonic Saturday evening meeting at my office to see if I could make some money off her ideology. How long have you worked for this man? Five years, since my last year of Yale Law at age 22. Yeah, I like hiring prodigies because they don't have the life experience to know when they're being ripped off. Mm. I know I'm being ripped off. You just keep calling in bomb threats every time I try to take the bar exam. Maya grew up in a blue-blooded New England enclave as the daughter of tobacco company lawyers. She described to me how her extreme privilege gave her a front-row seat to the problems of the status quo. Here I was, sitting at the top of an exploitative, corrupt society. And yet I couldn't enjoy it nearly as much because I was a woman. How is that fair? Maya made waves at Stanford as a contrarian essayist, where she elaborated her theories on radical techno-feminism. She spun that into a job as an in-house opposition thought leader for one of the biggest companies in the Valley. She was hired to keep her bosses honest, as an internal critic. But in practice, this mostly entailed arranging high-end prostitutes for the other executives. The moguls she got to know in prostitution helped her bankroll her own operation. She called it Sugar Glider, and it connected thousands of escorts with private jet owners worldwide in an easy-to-use app. It was a huge moneymaker, but it didn't last long. And then we were shut down by Interpol for international sex trafficking, but... Hey, out of those ashes, Rose Romeo. Maya's brush with the law led her to more solid legal ground. Online dating. Simply put, my goal in founding Romeo was to fix human contact. With Romeo, spelled R-O-M-I-O, 
Maya took aim at what she saw as the main problems of dating apps. Ghosting, benching, and scamming. Look, we've all been ghosted, okay? Or we've been benched by someone who's juggling multiple sex partners. And we've all sent $4,000 iTunes gift cards to a Czech bodybuilder who claims their child needs to go to the hospital. These problems exist because dating apps have no transactional clarity and there aren't penalties for bad behavior. Romeo corrects for this by letting users define exactly what they're looking for in a romantic encounter and how much it's worth to them by letting them assign a price to their own consent. Every sexual transaction requires consent. But our society doesn't take consent seriously because historically it hasn't been a commodity that can be bought and sold. So I've created a system that allows women and all people to trade their agency for cryptocurrency. And there's nothing more feminist than that. So I'm swiping through vendor profiles on the app here, and it's all genders. Uh, The main difference from other dating apps is these numbers next to the photos uh, listing a quote-unquote numerical consent requirement. 500 for sex uh, with this bleach blonde person, 50 to be pegged by. That's a very strange looking man. Uh, here's a, one of these lizard people for 90. So it looks like these, this app is, is asking me to pay for sex. Is no, that right? no, 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 no. That's a common misconception. Okay, Romeo is a platform where people sell consent to each other. I see. It's just like a place where a thing happens, mm-hmm. like a Walgreens parking lot where somebody sells a gun to somebody else. What are you going to do? Arrest the parking lot? Good luck. So you're avoiding liability by functioning as a neutral trust facilitator. Paying for sex is illegal, but paying for consent is innovation. That's a direct contrast to Sugar Glider, where we employed escorts directly, which exposed us legally. Right, that's prostitution. Yeah, the mistake we made was engaging in prostitution. Crucially, Romeo doesn't pay anyone either. Although the users requesting an encounter, or Johns, pay Romeo cash to facilitate trust, the users listing their services, or the vendors, receive their payment in ROM coins, a proprietary cryptocurrency which is mined whenever an encounter on the platform is confirmed. And this is all backed up on the blockchain with a smart contract system called Romtracts, which lay out the scope of your interaction in clear, irrefutable legal language. Listen, if you don't hold up your end of the deal, a simple arbitration function automatically determines who is at fault using biometrics, location data, and your past history of lying. It's all automated. The app does all of that. Mm-hmm. This is exactly what crypto has been missing. Practical functionality with a clear advantage to exchanging cash for sex in a back alley. It's opening romantic transactions up to a huge new audience. And once you have consent, the deals can flow. As you know, in business, there's no deal without a contract being consensually signed. Well, you know, I feel like I'm actually understanding the concept of sexual consent for the very first time. And how much consent would you say you've been able to monetize to date? We've been making like $50 million a month on consent. And we just passed 10 million active users. So how'd you find 10 million horny customers so quickly? Just word of mouth? Well, we subsidized 5 million blowjobs in the last month alone. (laughs) Mm. We advertised them with these billboards. You probably saw them. They said, get blown for free. Oh, yeah, that was you? I love those billboards. I know. Oh, I wish I could take credit for the idea of getting blown for free, but that was one of our marketing interns. And and so did it work? Yeah. Our internal research shows that if a user gets blown for free, 30% will add on a non-subsidized service like ball grappling or verbal humiliation. Mm-hmm. So let's say, uh, hypothetically, I want to get my toes sucked by a Jedi. Oh, that's so cringe, Noah. Yeah. No, you just, just put that in. Let's see. Mm-hmm. And look, 19 horny Jedis in your area are waiting to meet you. My Jedi turned out to be a 46-year-old third-generation San Franciscan and part-time grocery store employee named Ivy, 
who rattled off a list of her favorite toes to suck in Silicon Valley. Oh, well, Jack Dorsey. He has webbed feet. So. Oh, that's really interesting. Yeah. I didn't know. I'm going to use that against him. <laughs> Could you, uh, so whenever you're ready, uh, I guess. Sure, yeah. <laughs> kind of tickles. Ivy's enthusiastic toe-sucking spoke to Romeo's strengths. To clinch that five-star rating, she even brought along mints and an iPhone charger. But to see if Romeo's platform was unbeatable, I wanted to hear from more vendors. I don't get how the ROM coins work. Uh, the value changes all the time, and apparently I can only cash them out by sending a photocopy of my driver's license to a comic book shop in Kyoto. There's, like, prizes, but they seem impossible to get. Like, free plane tickets for a year if you eat out 500 people in a month. It'll be hard, but I'm definitely going to try, because I do want to see Venice before it's gone. I liked what I was hearing, but running a platform where people could consent to sex in exchange for cryptocurrency wasn't without its problems. Romcoin's value has fluctuated wildly in speculative booms and busts. It was definitely not ideal. Some vendors would say consent to giving a $200 rim job, and then they would discover when they'd finished, they'd only been paid a fraction of a cent. As many companies discover while scaling up quickly, there were unexpected bumps in the road. Look, we're a nimble startup, okay? We're taking on an entrenched industry that's used to the spoils of inflated cartel pricing. We're gonna step on a few toes. You mean other dating apps? No, I mean organized crime. Maya was a skilled innovator, but she now had crossed the original disruptors, gangs and pimps. Would their aggressive stance scare off eager new potential investors like me? Rom tracts had their flaws, but I could see their benefits too. I'd just been in a meeting with my ex-wife Bronte and our legal representatives. I thought our prenup was ironclad, but she still wanted half of something that was very important to me. In addition to that, we would like a signed document of intent stating that my client will own half of everything touching the digital afterlife project Heaven, which she conceived equally with Mr. Lucas. What? That's ridiculous. It's my project just as much as it is yours. I'm the only one that has been coming up with any of the ideas. I came up with the tree that grows livers, slug mare, inside out horse, the decomposing shark begging for legs, perpetual pissing flesh fountain. That was me. Whatever. Anyway, someone has to build all those ideas. A hologram you design doesn't just automatically house human consciousness for all eternity. I provided the entire philosophical underpinning for this entire project. No, you stole it from Black Mirror. <laughs> Black Mirror stole it from some 40s comic book, probably. Elena. I mean, we can try to negotiate something, but you started the idea together. So we can split it in half then. You can set up your half however you want it, and you don't have a say in mine. So you what, what? You want to have two competing heavens? In what creed is there a scriptural basis for something like that? Possibly Buddhism. Free market capitalism. May the best heaven win. Come on, that's stupid. If we're splitting the afterlife in half, then logically one half of it has to be heaven and one half has to be hell. And you get hell. Hell? Hell. Fire. Demons. The punishment for not going to heaven. What? Why would anyone want to come to hell then? What's the point of this? If my client is getting half of the afterlife, then she should have the opportunity to get half of the customers. We'll sort half the people into hell, okay? The bad people. You get all the bad people, it's hell. That makes perfect sense. Heaven was supposed to be for everyone to enjoy, but you and... And your lawyer decided to play hardball, so the solution is half of all mankind has to suffer forever. Well, why do you get heaven while I'm stuck with hell? Hell fits your aesthetic better. Fill it with bugs up to the ceilings for all I care. Fine, I'll take hell, but you have to pay me a one-time $20 million hell fee. Done. Great! People are going to be beating down hell's gates. Get out of your candy cane, bitch heaven. Yeah, good luck getting people who want to go to hell. It wasn't exactly what I wanted, but in my experience, divorce never is. 
Back at Romeo, Maya's app was taking off, but it had attracted some unwanted attention. While she took pains to make sure law enforcement didn't see the app as prostitution, the entrenched mafia and pimp industries weren't as easily persuaded. The mafia should love blockchain. Okay, it's secure, it's anonymous, and tons of criminal organizations use it every single day. But I guess they're more concerned with making pasta sauce than money. Maya took pains to onboard angry mafias onto the platform, but her domain knowledge was limited in the gangster space. They didn't want to use our automated arbitration procedures because they have their own conflict resolution tools, like uh, crowbars. Tommy guns. Yeah, Uh giant ham hocks to pummel people with. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Noah, our head of marketing disappeared and showed up six months later in Singapore drinking his own piss in a shipping crate. I've seen that before. That's definitely mafia. With security expenses escalating and their offices still being regularly firebombed, Romeo had to prove to the violent street gangs that they were a willing partner. Yeah, we're often forced to hire from the very same gangs who are threatening us. It's just been a money sink. Although the pimp that runs our payroll, oof, he's really quite good which goes to show how much of life is about opportunities. Maya had huge plans for sexual liberation and profit maximization, like diversifying into hardware with a condom capable of transferring rom coins the instant the John ejaculates. But she found herself spending an increasing amount of Romeo's day-to-day budget on protection. We realized that if users kept getting their legs broken by hired muscle every time they ordered anal fondling, they're going to delete the app. Maya's company was facing a setback familiar to a lot of promising blockchain-based companies. Whether it's global banking or local collectives of pimps, entrenched institutions don't like to change. So why waste time mafia-pleasing when there are softer targets for disruption? I just went through a divorce, which, which was annoying and painful for me. Mm. Uh, but, but my loss can be your gain. Because it makes me realize international sex trafficking, I mean, that's the past. That's small potatoes compared to all the money that's constantly being lavished Ugh. on weddings and marriages yes. every single year. No, 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 exactly. That is money that should be going into our pockets for sexual liberation. Yes, yes. Marriage is nothing but a contract. And it should be a smart contract. Yes, we want it to be a smart contract that empowers spouses to lay out their expectations on a granular level. So, so no more fights over who does the dishes or how often a spouse demands sexual contact. It's all on the app and inscribed on the blockchain and automatically enforced for as long as users are subscribed to their marriage. It's the dream of the a la carte marriage. Oh, and they're locked in, so they have to keep renewing even if we keep raising the price. Right, right. If you can keep them on the app, nobody will ever have to trust their spouse again. Yes. And when they're looking to, for a new romantic partnership, you go right straight back to the other side of the app yep. with the whoring. Consenting. Right, whatever. And why stop at marriage? <laughs> Look, imagine a world where all relationships are monetized, verified, and enforced on the blockchain. Like if I have a friend who is fun to get brunch with, but I don't care about listening to her boyfriend problems, we can make a contract mandating semi-regular brunches with a few pre-approved conversation topics. Right, I think I get it. And, and if your ROM track dictates like a weekly brunch, then, then they can be fined for yes. everyone they miss. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Every friendship is clear, unambiguous, and enforceable. This is what I love about the promise of blockchain, okay? It's nothing short of being able to break down every human relationship we have into micro-labors. Right, and the quicker that we can boil all of human experience down into a series of binary transactions, the easier it will be to profit yeah. off them. I've always said, look, feminist is just another word for someone who wants to sell women their self-respect back at a premium. And you, know, Lucas, are a feminist. With my wisdom dispensed, I needed to tend to my own projects. I met with Waz to tell him what the plan was for Heaven going forward, now that I'd agreed with Bronte's lawyers to let her control Hell. Okay, Waz, here's the deal. We gotta double everything we've got for Heaven, then leave one of the versions as is, and we're gonna start calling it Hell, and Bronte's gonna have free reign over that one, okay? What? Back up. Don't... 
Don't tell me to back up. Bronte is going to run hell. I'm going to run heaven, okay? We broke up. Don't you follow celebrity gossip sites? No, I, I'm, I'm so sorry. Look, I, I, don't, I, I don't need your pity, Waz. I just need your labor. Control C, control V. Just double the size of heaven. You'll have to incorporate her designs into hell. Then heaven is free to be shrimp land or whatever I end up deciding. So you want me to program a heaven and a, a hell? Are these going to have the same code base? Uh, seems unlikely, but you can try it both ways if you want. And we're going to need the functionality to figure out who goes to heaven and who goes to hell. So can you build an algorithm that judges the fundamental character of all mankind? Based on what criteria? It's just a sorting algorithm was based on how worthy a life the person has lived. Um, it needs to be neutral and automatic, so whoever builds the sorting algorithm definitely cannot go to heaven or hell because then he'd be seen as biased. So you'll need to create a third neutral afterlife, and that's where only you reside. Like a purgatory? If that framework helps you, yes. Well, what if I just want to die? I mean, why do I have to go to any of the afterlives? I mean, we can see about removing you quietly after three or four hundred years, but this whole project will tank if it looks like the very people creating the afterlife don't want to go there. So I'm like the guy who says hi to people when they get to the afterlife? No, 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 no. no. You can't say hi to anyone. People might mistake you for God. That would undermine the whole integrity of everything, with the main message of which is the computer is God. Well, this just, I mean... Uh, to be fair, this sounds like a lot of work just to keep me out of heaven, Noah. I mean, what if we license the algorithm from that self-driving car company that knows whether you're good or evil? If you want to spend all that money just to cut corners, then yes, you can have the car decide who gets into heaven or hell. But you still have to be there sitting in the car as a failsafe. I have to spend eternity sitting in a car in purgatory. <sighs> better upgrade the seats to leather, Was. This was your idea, remember, so you have to like it better. Gotta go! I'd successfully steered Maya away from dubious partnerships with the international sex mafia, but before I'd feel comfortable investing, she'd have to solve Romeo's stickiness problem by expanding it to include all future human relationships. Okay, you know what? Maya from Romeo is downstairs. How are you feeling about her prospects? Do we really think she's going to keep people subscribing to their marriages on an app? Well, all my marriages failed without Romeo. So is that because I'm an asshole or because... Our expectations weren't laid out on the blockchain for all to see. I'm not sure the blockchain can correct for what's wrong with you. Well, let's let Maya be the judge of that. Maya gave us her update on how things were going. We've rolled out a lot of new features based on our last conversation. Uh, For example, the home screen of Romeo is now the relationship manager, Mm -hmm. which is where you manage all the formal agreements that tie together your love and social life. It was very intuitive. Just swipe up to see all of the active relationships in your life, from your foodie friend to your mother to a woman who agreed to shit on your chest for 25 romcoins one time. Every time you meet someone, online or off, all it takes is a couple of taps to create a rom tract with them and access Romeo's powerful trust facilitation protections. Users are fined if they breach a ROM tract. And if that happens too often, they will be kicked off the platform and they can no longer associate with any Romeo user. But some users have been finding the feature to be unreasonably harsh for casual friendships. We had users who signed ROM tracks for a weekly pickup basketball game and had to keep showing up to the court, even in the dead of winter, or else they would face escalating fines. So why not just change the terms of their ROM tracks if they had so much trouble paying their fines? Mm, People would forget their 16-digit randomly generated PIN code and be unable to renegotiate. Hmm. But in general, the learning curve was steep. It was clear we are going to have to do something to get users back on the platform. Maya returned to the thing that started it all. Free blowjobs. Stick with what works. Make a smart contract with a friend to play board games and we'll give you a free hand job. Or if you and the ladies want to make wine and movie night a thing... We can give you enough rom coins to hire a man to come and let you watch him finger his asshole while you gab. 
Meyer ran sleek ads to reintroduce users to her revolutionary platform. All sex is free sex, and the consent is on the house when you buy a new Romeo family plan. Wow, okay, so, but, but it's one thing to launch your app with an initiative like that, but, but after all the users you've added, it can't be cheap to run that play again. Mm. Well, luckily, we found a new backer eager to get into the dating app space. It's a Chinese-owned strip mining company called JSC AK Serumbet. Right, right. I think I've heard of them. Yeah, yeah. They gave us the capital infusion we needed for the new promotions for nothing more than a controlling interest in the company and access to our complete database of all sexual and non-sexual relationships worldwide. Oh, you got to be careful there. You don't want them to start cluttering up the interface with a lot of ads for strip mining equipment oh. and driving people away. No, no, no. Serumbet has been a great partner. Pretty much their only concern has been meeting growth targets in D.C. and Arlington, Virginia. As long as we aggregate relationships, financial info, and HIV status with people in that area, they're happy to give us total control. Mm. And Colorado Springs, near NORAD. So at this point, you've convinced a lot of users to migrate all their relationships to the platform. Romeo empowers everyone to choose a social life that's right for them. So people are, are empowered to see their friendships as a collection of discrete tasks that they perform for other people at a cost. Mm-hmm. Financial liberation is no longer available only to prostitutes. Thanks to Romeo, we can all name our prize. Not just for sex acts, but for every act. The shackles are off. People are finally free. Society's finally equal. The possibilities were thrilling. I wanted to try it right away. I was missing certain comforts from my marriage, and I decided that I could test the platform by trying to assemble all the elements of a relationship that I felt added joy to my life, and none of the ones that didn't. Okay, so what are your emotional needs? I'm not aware of any. Okay, let's see here. Uh, well, were you abused psychologically as a child? Mm, not to, I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, it's common. Okay. With the help of their surprisingly accurate desire suggestion algorithm, we settled on some parameters. Okay, so I want an attractive woman to jog 10 feet in front of me for five miles three times a week and then service me sexually after showering, Uh, someone to read the Halo novelizations out loud to me while I bathe, someone to watch bad television and listen to me exhaustively point out the plot holes. Mm -hmm. Uh, I also need someone to make holograms I disparage, someone to text me angrily that I'm not home so I can text back explanations of how important what I'm doing is. Okay. Uh, do you want one person to do all this, or...? Oh, no, no. Any combination of people okay, doing this okay, thing for me yeah. is adequate. Okay, that makes it easy. Okay, uh, let's see what we can find for you. We'd identified a roster of 15 affordably priced individuals who, combined, could meet my specifications. And within minutes, they'd all countersigned their ROM tracks. Congratulations, Noah. The ROM tracks are synced and official. You've got everything you asked for. And is that the total price? Yeah. I can't believe that. Ninety four ninety nine a week? I know. I think I'm in love. With this incredible platform, Maya, I'd like to purchase as much of your company as you're willing to sell me. Noah Lucas, welcome to the revolution. Maya's easy-to-use redesign got me all the valuable parts of a marriage and none of the toxic ones, for less per week than Bronte used to spend on scrunchies. It was time to celebrate my new investments. It was time to have a wedding. Not a real wedding, of course, since weddings celebrate marriages, a social contract I was working to make obsolete. We gathered in an ancient redwood grove north of Marin County. Didn't you tell them this was a forest? Nope, I never had to speak to a single one of them. Those are all prostitutes I got on Romeo to play the role of festive friend. This is a tiny grove. We won't have enough room for this many prostitutes. Should we send some home? No, just chop down some trees. That's almost as illegal as the prostitutes. I mean, some of these redwoods are thousands of years old. Come on, you know I'll pay the fines. I'm sure there are dozens of younger, better trees begging for these established players to be taken out. Look out! 
With my wedding venue finally ready, it was time to approach the altar and meet the 15 women and men who would compose my bride. Thank you all for being here on this special day. Until very recently, I was married to one woman who, despite having no obligations to anyone else, still failed to meet my complex array of emotional, intellectual, and psychosexual needs. But thanks to Romeo, instead of one benefits-hungry full-time wife, I now have 15 part-time gig-economy life partners organized on the blockchain. I am finally on the brink of a fulfilling life, all without having to sacrifice or think of anyone but myself. As Romeo's CEO, I now declare these ROM tracks to be valid. You may now kiss uh, the one who has agreed to kiss you in public. I had seen the future of marriage, and it wasn't a chaotic emotional mess of sex and weeping. It was a series of bloodless transactions enabled by technologies the likes of which the rabbis never imagined when they inked the ancient rules of marriage onto their leathery scrolls. I'd been alienated from Bronte, and she had managed to alienate me from half of heaven. But I would have to adjust the only way I knew how. Through harsh, bullheaded innovation. Smarter is a production of Team Coco and Luminary Media. It is created by Sam West, Matt Kleinman, and Chris Sartinsky.